When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello, I'm Charles Commons. Welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me, the podcast for Northampton Town fans and, of course, the FSA Club Podcast of the Year. Well, I don't know about you, but what a weekend. The Cobblers were on fire down at Leighton Orient. Automatic promotion is back in our own hands. That blue lot got relegated and, <laughs> and NTFC women won the North Ants FA Cup. Hey. So, let's say a big EI, EI, EIO to Danny Brothers, Neil Anderson Scott and Chessie Coleman. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Oh yeah. Ding ding, thunder bastard. Ding ding, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, thunder bastard, ding dong. It's like the late night remix. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that noise was? Can anyone guess what that noise was? Was it the clapper me? from the Tranmere game? It was not. Oh, Two items clashed against each other. Was I it your grabbed. penis and your thigh? <laughs> it was not. No? No. It was a hole punch and a loyalty card to my barbers. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> now, how you didn't get that, I don't know. Oh, dear. I'm so tired that that has made me laugh so much. Oh, bless Sorry, you Charles, you were just introducing us. and uh, Well, oh, it's well, all gone to pot already. 
<laughs> we're all so This happy. is what happens when we score four goals. <laughs> In one half. In one, In one half. half. Oh, my word. Uh, I mean, I, none of us saw that coming, did we? Uh, yes, I think we did, oh, Charles. Oh, did you really? Oh, okay yeah. then, Neil. Over to you then. Bragg Central time. Billy Bragg. Billy Bragg, yes. Yeah. Get him in. Or Fort Bragg. No. Or Mount Bragg. You're out, right? <laughs> right, okay, good. Oh, dear. Uh, could Braga? Did you get away with that? If <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, you're posh. Exceptional. Exceptional. Oh, stop bragging. Oh, hello. Braggy Thatcher. Uh, <laughs> get her always, out, um, Jeffy. One. I want to hear about Jeffy. She's well out, Danny. <laughs> I want to hear about Jeffy's day. I want Jeffy's tales of. Yes, London come on, Jeffy. Because Jeffy was there, she can actually give us come a on. full view of what happened. Evening. <clears throat> Good evening. Hello. Hey. <sighs> what a weekend. Do you want me to start at the very beginning and just give you a rundown yeah, of my on. day? It would help. Fabulous. <laughs> well, can we have times as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> so 15 23 and 42 <laughs> seconds so i had a magnificent day i don't know about everybody else but um we got the train and it it always starts with with a row because you can't not have a row on your way to the football so we had our annual row which encouraged me because i thought if we weren't driving we might not have the row and then some kind of superstition might mean that it wouldn't be as good as what it normally would be so I was like, we better have the row. So we had a row about parking, which was great. Because obviously my technophobe father wasn't quite happy yeah. and satisfied with the fact that I could pay on an app and demanded to pay with cash. Not even a card. I mean, Stone Age. So then I got on the train with my 16-page book full of tickets before I then transferred that wedge of paper into the bin and used Apple pay wallet system which is what most normal humans would use um and yeah so i got on the train and arrived in leighton orient uh had a lovely little uh trip round central london and then kind of was like oh let's just go to the game and then it was epic absolutely Brilliant. epic can i can i just just pause you very quickly jeffster mm. because i'd forgotten about this but but our good friend Giles, our, our lovely listener Giles, sent this for you. The Further Adventures of Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's very cool. Go on, Giles. Appropriate. Uh, you were in first class, Jeffy, as well, weren't you? Yeah, well, accidentally, <laughs> really. <Ooh>. Accidentally. <laughs> really accidentally. <laughs> I thought it was the quiet coach. <laughs> um, clearly quite clearly paid, obviously. We, we don't cheat the system or anything. No. <laughs> I know. We paid for first class because... Uh, we did. So we paid for first class and I got a free food <laughs> box, which was fantastic. So the day what started the well. So we had in, yeah, obviously. Fruit, important. cake, biscuits, and then I the food man was returned. It, was it fruit and cake or a fruit cake? No, fruit and cake. Okay, phew. Fruit and cake and biscuits. Yeah, and then the food nice. man gave me a cup of tea and then the food man returned oh. and um, gave me more food. And I was like, great, this oh. is wonderful. Any cheese, Jeffy? Yes, cheese. Yep, definite cheese. I, I would cheese. like to know what type of cake and what biscuits. A Madeline cake. Oh, Jeffy, quick! What biscuits were they? Warburton's, the little shop <laughs> things. I said it. You were too. They're biscuits. not biscuits. They're bread. Bread. No, you. Warburton's oh, maybe biscuits. Maybe it's not Warburton. 
Is it Hove? Do you mean <laughs> no, Hove? Whitworths, Whitworths, those little shot things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. got, me, got me Warburton's and me Whitworths mixed up. It served you up a slice of bread and there's your biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Is this all free food, by the way? Yeah, free food. Oh. Which was great. I mean, I paid enough for it. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, I didn't pay for it, but <laughs> my father did. Well, train train travel is expensive, isn't it? Yeah, but it's yes. weirdly and ironically, it's less expensive than driving to London for us. Well, I'm not surprised actually, yeah. Yeah, considering the cost of fuel these days, especially yeah. from the distance you would have to travel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and I I was like, well, this is turning out to be quite good. And then we got to the pubs and they were heaving with Cobblers fans who were merry, to say the least. Um, and I thought, well, this is the perfect stage for us to mess it up. And we didn't. Mm. Did you go in the weather? When spins, you say, Jeffy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Good question. No, went into it, it all of along them. the same lines. You went into all the weather spins? Yeah. <laughs> Not in London. Completed it. Monopoly. She got a book where she stamps. Every time she goes into a new one. No, it's a scratch off. It's a scratch off Weatherspoons map. Oh, it scratches there. No, but we went down all of the pubs in Leighton. We did all of them. Brilliant. I love it. When you say the Cobblers fans were merry, for those of us that weren't able to attend, what was the the atmosphere? What was it like? What were they singing? Oh, it was relentless. They were just nuts. I mean, to be fair, one poor man... Uh, was carted out halfway. We'll get to the game in a minute, but he got carted out halfway through the first half because he was, for want of a better phrase, trolleyed. Coppers. Did he forget did to take see... it back? Was that what the issue was? That he left his pound in it? <laughs> well, no. Well, and then the coppers <laughs> sent him off. And then he just fell down the stairs. And I was like, oh, right, that's gone well. Did his legs just go? Is it one of them? Yeah, it's brilliant. Do you think he'd it? been on the the, the boat? Did you see the video oh, yes. of the oh, yeah. on the boat? Yeah. Yes, that was I really... felt really sorry for anyone that wasn't there and was just sightseeing on the Thames. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dear. Let's go for a nice jolly up the Thames. It'll but be very I'm, romantic. I'm sure I was with your... I don't think I realised, or he realised, but I'm sure I was with your brother, Danny, on the tube. Could well have been. Yeah. yeah it was with a group of... Um, yeah, a group of guys, about 10 of them, I think. Yeah, I, I think we were on the tube together. Hey, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we also were singing on that as well on the way yeah. home, which was. This fabulous. is why I asked if you were in Weatherspoons because I know they went in there. Yeah, no, I went. Well, we, we, we did like a, a Leighton pub tour, which okay. I mean, I don't know how good that is because I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just going to play that out every of time the Leighton pubs. Which, <laughs> which was your favourite, Jeffy? Out of the Leighton pubs, pretty good. I don't drink, mm. so I mean, I'm useless, really. No, you're not useless. You can still go in yeah, a pub and appreciate it. The ambiance. Yeah, no, the technical was good. The technical was good. Um, I don't the ambiance. I don't know the names <laughs> of the other one, but it was good. <laughs> Did you go in O'Neill's? I don't think so. Careful. The birds. <laughs> so the game then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just. <laughs> No, I, I, yes, I, what a get, what a game. I did think that the it sometimes the atmosphere that is created beforehand can really make or break an away day. Mm, it did because yeah. it, it looked like just through following it on social media, like it was just a cracking atmosphere hours before the game even kicked off, and literally the atmosphere just flowed. From the boats, from the tube, from the weather spoons, from the wherever else people went to, 
into Brisbane Road and just carried on that whole time. And I'm going to say it, that we'll talk about Pinnock's goal in a second, but the aftermath of that mm-hmm. is the epitome of hashtag limbs. Yeah, I mean, I got seriously injured videos, in those celebrations. Some great videos, absolutely. I enjoyed the one from the late Norian fan that just said, Fair fucks, Northampton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> summed it up perfectly. That's a proper East London. <laughs> Fair fucks. I also enjoyed uh, a, a late Norian fan on Twitter saying, uh, Fair play to the Northampton fans, they've been brilliant, they've been really friendly, singing really loudly. And the first reply was, Scrap that, they've just loved the flare at us. <laughs> Yeah, what was that? Because I was listening to the, some of the home commentary on the goal, so I wanted to see what they made of the first goal. And they said just after the Pinnock scored, a flare went into the home end. I yeah, didn't see that. I don't. I, bomb, I, I contest that because I was stood very near it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. We were separated by that little net in stuff, and it went off just next to them. I don't think it was literally lobbed into the crowd. We were. They, we were. We were lively. I say we. I count myself as a Cobblers fan. I'm very well behaved when I go away and at home. Um, she is. I've seen her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we didn't call, we didn't cause any malicious harm or trouble, from what I believe. I, I Could just it have think... been though, Jeffy, that somebody did attempt to throw said flare or smoke bomb or whatever it was at the Leighton Orient fans, but had had one too many goes on the boat and had maybe just been a bit wobbly and a bit wet with his throw. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I think we, I think we're retracting from the, the major talking point. So, <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just, I was just wondering. I was just, you know, there we go. Anyway, uh, it was. Just I have one more question before we get finish. to the, the the game. I have one more okay. question for you, Jeffy. Go on. So, in front of just to the, at the front of the stand, just slightly to the right of our fans, there was three blokes with microphones. Oh, that was um, brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so Jeremy Casey from Cron Fame. I was um, near him. Has, yeah, yeah, he's tweeted out a nice video of the fans singing after the game, and you could see those three um, people with microphones who apparently I think were doing the late Orient yeah live yeah. YouTube oh. thingy. Um, <laughs> my question, Jeffy, is how much stick did they get? They, I don't think if it, any. I, I genuinely, and then this is the honest answer. I don't think anyone even really cared that they were there because we were too interested in the fact that we had absolutely slaughtered them. No one cared. Yeah, why are they positioning themselves in front Literally of the away end? Literally straight in front of us. I don't right? <laughs> well, that's the worst place you want to be, isn't it? Yeah. As a, like, if we're doing a like pre-match or a post-match thing, we don't go and stand in front of the South Stand, do we? Yeah, let's go and stand <laughs> right next to the Borough fans. Like, that's yeah. not going to happen, is it? Well, it could happen next season. Yeah, but we're not standing next to them. I'd rather save myself. <laughs> But nah, it. I can't. It. The thing for me before I left Somerset was I thought we were going to win. I had this gut instinct that we were going to win and win well. Um, but my real feeling was the last time I was there was 2016 when we all know what happened, and I kind of didn't want it to be tarnished. So I was desperate for it to go well because I don't didn't want that wonderful day in 2016 to kind of be like, oh, well, we we messed it up just before we were going to get promotion in 2022 kind of thing. So I was really torn with how I felt about going. And then you do get a feeling as soon as you walk in the ground, you know whether you're going to win or not. And as soon as I walked in the ground, I knew we were going to do it. I didn't think we were going to do it the way we did it. It was so, I can't tell you how intense it was watching it. 
there was a point in the first half, probably around 40 minutes in. And normally if you're a Cobblers fan and it's looking a bit dodgy, you're clock watching, aren't you? Constantly like, oh, what's the time? How long we got left till halftime? Blah, blah, blah. Or what? just kind of getting an opportunity to talk about what we should do. We, You just couldn't take your eyes off it. It was absolutely relentless. And I think one thing I want to say before we talk about what we've done, because what we did is incredible, but I was talking to a late Orient fan on the way home. It was ultimately a fantastic advert for League Two football at its absolute best. Because actually Orient weren't particularly poor and we were really, really good in the first half particularly. And it was just a fantastic game of football. A dodgy red card, six goals, carnage in the away end and that's what you want from football and it it's those kind of days that make you completely and utterly fall in love with the game over and over again because you can't buy them those games you can't buy them no I agree it's something special isn't it with those kind of games something special when the cobblers go to Leighton Orient as well isn't there I mean just wow um I mean, I I remember I was sat in my office to watch it and I was going to try, while I was watching, I was going to try and do some bits and pieces, some work bits. And the game just started so fast, didn't it? It was end to end from literally the first kick. I I, I literally, all my work just, just, I was like, no, I can't do that. I'm going to have to sit and watch this. This is ridiculous how quick this is. And I mean, I, I think in fairness, Leighton Orient probably had two really good chances to mm. score before yeah. before we did. We're a bit and, shaky, weren't we, to start? Yeah, Fraser Horsall <laughs> fell over. Yep. That was a bit I mean, it, it screamed ding-dong from the off, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And you can tell within a minute what we're going to come out like. Yeah, we were. That first half, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen. I was trying to think back to when I've seen a half of football from cobblers like that. It must have been in the promotion season. Yeah, it was um, it was it was late in Orient in that second half. Probably was actually, Orient, yeah. It probably yeah. was. When we've been so because it genuinely it looked like every time we went forward we potentially were going to score. Well not only that, I don't think it was necessarily even that because you're absolutely right in what you say, but I think it was um the fact that you you actually couldn't sit down not because you couldn't sit down but because you couldn't miss anything it was like when is this going to stop because it was all over the place in in a good way it was just carnage is the only way I can describe it you just didn't know where to look you couldn't take your eye off it at all it reminded me a little bit of John Brady at the end of League One you know when he was just going all out balls Mm. out there's that game at MK that was 4-3 when old PT Kyoto got a couple of goals Bless oh, yeah. um, that kind of thing where it's just gone ho all the time and it just felt like an end of season game where there wasn't much on it but the fact that there was something on it for us the fact that the other scores were going for us as well it just made it that extra bit special didn't mm. it and, we uh, said that though just, didn't we we said you, they've got to go for it and yeah, did. yeah just keep how going. many times have yeah. I said I want them to steamroll through teams yeah. how many times have I sat and said we've sat back we've been really passive we looked like we just matched the team against us. We didn't <clears> go for it. And literally everything that I want, I know we conceded a couple of goals and we'll come on to the second half in a minute, but everything that I wanted from 
a team, if you could kind of stamp what Jeffy wants from a cobbler's team, it's that 20, 30 minute period where it was just completely and utterly relentless. I mean, it was the fact that even when we conceded the first goal to make it 3-1, literally we just went down the other end and just went, now nah, we'll have our three goal advantage back. Thanks very much. Yeah. Pretty much and straight that away. from the King. Oh, my life. Perfection. Ah, is that what got him in the team of the week, is it? Perfection. That one ball. Well, no, it was his near... Charles is furious. It was his his near goal. There's Richard Hope. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't understand how... how, No no offence to Ali Koike whatsoever here, but considering he was not the best player, he was not the standout player from our team in that game. I disagree with that. How can you say that when Pinnock has scored a worldie and and, and Epia has scored two brilliant goals Koiki as well? Koiki was literally just flattening defenders. Yeah, and, and um, almost strikers, scoring sorry. own goals as well. Oh, that was Don't amazing. Forget. That was so much fun to watch. He didn't quite <laughs> get back for, the, he meant for their it. first goal either. He didn't get back and cover that well. But anyway... <laughs> on his heels, Go on, Daddy, on his it. heels a bit. Take Hoskins, it. Hoskins put in a lovely ball. Yeah, for oh. second, inch perfect, inch perfect. I think mm-hmm. overall, it's like we asked for before the Oldham game. Was it after Mansfield when we were just so down in the dumps and being Bristol like, Rovers, right, maybe like, Bristol Rovers potentially? One but we were, yeah. yeah, we were sat here in our little podcast bean saying, "Show us something, show us that you care." Because the, the Mansfield game, we just didn't seem to be bothered about going up. And I think we always remember us all sitting here and thinking the fans don't seem to be caring, the players don't seem to be caring, no one's talking about it off the pitch. Suddenly, three games in, three wins oh. out of three, suddenly the fans have started believing because they've sold out all three games for the rest of the season now. The management have started to believe it. We're starting to believe in the players. We've got a front three that have clicked. We've got everything falling into place. And people, like, whether we go up or, or, or automatically or what, we've suddenly got something where we're believing in it. And fair play to them because they've proved us wrong Absolutely. so far. Because and, they're, they're, and they've come out wanted. fighting. And that's exactly what yeah. we wanted. That, I mean, we, we're we going to say what we think at the time. And what we thought was no one seemed to be too fussed about going up. And um, you cannot say that about the last three games now. No. Like, um, it's it's, and it's there for brilliant. us now. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. You're, you're completely right because it was that feeling beforehand. I mean, maybe it is just over-reactionary from, from us and, and from the fan base as a whole. But <laughs> It's frustration, I think. The last three games have just shown, well, probably the last four now, if you you know actually look at it and go back to maybe even the Bradford game, but they just show that what happens when you've got a, a strong front line that try to score goals. And I'm not saying that we didn't try and score goals during the rest of the season, but we made really hard work of it all the way through the rest of the season, unless we were doing set plays. I think and, it's about awareness, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's this thing of just being like, all of a sudden it's exciting. Mm. I've well, got a theory. Well, we like a theory. <laughs> Bunnies. Go on. Paul Lewis getting sent off. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, best no. thing that ever <laughs> happened. Could be the reason we get automatically yeah, promoted. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Paul Lewis. Totally oh, Paul, and that's not a slight on him, although I'm not his, his biggest fan. But he's a competent footballer. But... I think he held us back. And I think now McWilliams being back is massively important. And actually, that was probably part of the reason why we slowed down a bit in the second half was because he got a booking in the first half yeah. and then was, was wary of, rightly so, of 
he couldn't do his usual because he didn't. Mm. Yeah. So I, th- I actually think, as weird as it sounds, Paul Lewis getting sent off is possibly one of the greatest things that's happened so far can this I, season. Can I give that a little bit of a, a caveat for you? And uh, you can. caveat, of course you can. <laughs> just, I would just like to, you say to wear that... a cravat <laughs> while I do it. <laughs> um, it. Like you said, it's not that he's a bad footballer. No, I don't not. think he fits in with our Agreed. style of play. He sits, where he does, fits in where does he fit? Keith Curl yeah. team. Yeah, he's yeah, not dynamic enough. Yeah. It, the other it, thing that's happened is it, it's meant that Pinnock's gone into that role, which is perfect. Yeah, he drifts we were saying though, weren't we, beforehand about Pinnock playing in that sort of number ten role? Hadn't the worked problem... before, and he disappears. And to be fair, uh, yeah, I still caveat. think with this, <laughs> well, with this game, I still okay. He scored that absolute worldie, but I don't think he was really that involved in the majority of the game. Am, I, am, the... I, am I wrong? You are wrong. Okay. So, yeah, you are wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. So, you're so wrong. well, you're not wrong really. He's, he's he's always going to be a bit in and out. I think that's okay. The problem was when he wasn't when he was playing wherever he was playing before. We dropped him into that role. Mm. The the makeup and the setup of the team. We were solely relying on him really for any creativity. Yes, it was it was solely down to him. Him dropping back. Yeah, maybe he's not in your eyes. You know, leading us in terms of creating chances and that sort of stuff. But it's the benefit of the team he still brings something to the team and are attacking because now you've got hoskins and here on the on the wings and you've got do you see what Apparel. i mean yeah, yeah so, i do see what you mean yeah so it, that's not to say i think he's he, he's never been a player certainly in his time with us and this isn't to say he's not a good player because he's not he's really good hmm. but he's never been a player that for 90 minutes grabs the game and like runs the show. That's not really his style. He'll flit in and out of games. That's okay. Oh, it's those Mike moments. Smith Mike Smith yeah, it's those moments of quality when he flits into it, and then he might be anonymous for twenty minutes, but then he'll come up with another moment of quality. But I think him in that role, get that moment of quality from him. We weren't getting that from Paul Lewis. You know, not, he scored a hat trick. Yeah, fair enough. But that was you know. So I what? think that was uh, Luke. <laughs> that's fine. Scored a hat trick, but um, I, I just think in terms of the the team, it mm-hmm. works because it means that we're not reliant on him. We, I think, we look like a much more complete football team. Yeah, and I have much more confidence watching us in terms of chances because I mean, you know, the first half, FPS scored two two good goals. He also missed a couple of relatively. Mm-hmm simplest chances and we missed a few others as well we, yeah we, sunshine missed a few. we look dangerous and we look like we know what we're doing going forward yeah. and we look like we've got a perfect <laughs> what I'm, those... I'm happy with we've got we've got three phases of play so you've got the defense doing their work with roberts then you've you've got a clear midfield line but then you what we've got and we've been desperate for is two people who know exactly what they're doing and working perfectly together up front and obviously more, but the two, you've got Apare and Epia, which, that's a partnership that has just suddenly just clicked, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, three yeah. of them, isn't it? And Epia's getting him up to fitness, and he is he was a different class on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he's the type of player who you look at other teams having, and you think, yeah, they're promotion contenders. We actually looked like promotion contenders at last, the last few games. And getting Epia, Hoskins, and Apare on the same page has been a major part of that. I think Epia was superb his running his timing of his runs his touches i mean you say he missed a couple nil but he's in that position and he's yeah, yeah. and he's there and he's come back and he's bagged a couple and the confidence that he's got he just he's a level above definitely <laughs> labala by, oh, by a long yeah. way 
There's a yep. marked difference there. He's a level above in terms of attitude, I think, as well, in terms of all the other low needs that have come in. His attitude to get down, work hard and get in the team and show his quality and not just sit back. I, I thought first half, sorry, I thought sorry. he looked like a championship player. Yeah, so yeah. did I. Yeah, And he looks like he is really happy to be here fighting for promotion, which is a key thing that we said before, is that none of them seem to look like they, they wanted to be around the low knees I'm talking about. He seems to have properly got on with it and is such an exciting player. There's it's, there's it's n- there's no chance him. he's... I know Tim asked him after the game, there's no chance he's going to be here if we're in League 2. Potentially get him another loan if we go up. He would he would be absolutely fine in League 1, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Can we um, just talk about Pinnock's goal? Yes. This moment yes. of absolute magic. So just to start this conversation off... Ricky Holmes tweeted, hmm. unbelievable strike. The second best I've seen at that stadium. <laughs> Winky face. Um, Pinnock's had a great season. Hopefully he can cap it off with promotion. I'd just Come like to shout out to Stu22 <laughs> for his reply to Ricky, which was immediately, straight away, without thinking, without hesitating, totally. Rod McDonald's finish was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Just brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely well played. And Ricky loved that too. So that was great. But yeah, I mean, my word. I mean... What a goal. Oh, it got me off my seat. I think the thing for it is it's one of those where as soon as he hit it, you knew where it was going. Secondly, I think which is quite important, the way that it was hit you know who's hit it, you know where it's going. And it's like, if you watch the highlights, which I've watched several times in the last day, um, Hmm. you hear us all scream before it's even hit the back of the net. Oh, yeah. We all know where it's going. Mm. And it's one of those where you just absolutely lose the plot. And the, the away end just lost it, absolutely lost it when it went in. I've My leg is purple. (laughs) <laughs> it's really bad and I've got like some serious issues with my poor feet because I was just oh. just it was just nuts absolutely nuts and Jeff is broken or I literally broken was <laughs> broken completely broken but I want to shout out Sam Hoskins because they're obviously <laughs> really working on this these free kick routines and they're just leaving defenders for death well, did you hear what Mitch said in the post? He basically said he messed it up. He basically said he messed it up and gave Pinnock everything to do. So he literally yeah. just went, oh, I might as well just have a pop. Yeah, have a go. Yeah. <laughs> but but Hoskins, him and Pinnock, again, are just two that have just really started to to click well. And I like do, it. Do we think Sam Hoskins gets an assist for that? You know, of course, they do I that. think they should. Yes, of course he yeah, does. Of course he does. Oh, by the way, I, I mean, Sam Hoskins, but... <laughs> Sam Hoskins has taken a lot of stick. Yeah. yeah. I would say these last probably six, maybe, maybe not six, maybe three months, maybe, feel like he's stepped up a little bit of a level. Yeah. yeah. I, I think um, he's, been, he's been brought up by the system and the front three. His levels yeah. have come up, but he's rose to it. As well. He's still has some frustrating moments. Of course he does, it. but he's a League Two player, so that's going to happen. But yeah. I. I genuinely think he is now starting to to more consistently be what everyone probably hopes he he could be and stuff. I think he's he's integral at the moment. I yeah. think what he's also doing is consistently beating defenders, and that hasn't yeah, happened previously, is it? 
Yeah, you're right. He's just delivering. Right? He's delivering, he, isn't he? Like even yeah. with assists or, or or goals, he's he is he is shutting the haters up. That's what he's he, doing. He's exactly. He's sticking two fingers up yeah. to everyone that hates him, including us. That uh, yes, when we've got a go right. at him, you know, you know we've had a real go at him. Of speak for yourselves. Fine. Oh, you're all right. Love <laughs> Sorry, Danny. You're the one-man fan club over there. It's 2012. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm going to ask this question, but it feels as though we're going to have to start some sort of campaign here. Mitch Pinnock's goal against Leighton Orient, was it the goal of the season? Oh, absolutely. What's a, what are the goals um, that have been nominated? Well, yeah, he's, yeah, Gareth Wilshire was saying about this on the radio, wasn't he, that, he's, that, he's, that goal's not allowed to stand for no, the nonsense. official award. We're campaigning no, They've got right enough now. time to get the trophy. In right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he just needs another one. I think the Tranmere one was just as good. What, the Atete one, no, no, no. Pinnock went at home. Nah, I don't think it's a good There start. is no, 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 no. way. I mean, oh, no way. So it was, yeah, that was decent, but no, I wouldn't have said. No. Yeah, no, but I mean, in terms of the occasion and, and what it meant, but I think the actual quality of the shot against Oria, there's no, I, I'll tell you what, there's no question. I'll be furious if it doesn't get goal of the season, unless he scores <laughs> from his own half next week. It's can't, there's not time to get the trophy engraved, Jeffy. So. <sighs> Gareth, Can he on. not just... <laughs> I'll engrave it for it. him. I'll, I'll engrave it for you, Gareth. Mm. I mean, I don't know what it'll say, but... <laughs> no, nor will I. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm... Right, so I'll just run you through it, okay? The four that have been nominated are Mitch Pinnock versus Bradford City, <laughs> Sam Hoskins versus Colchester, Mitch Pinnock versus Tranmere, yeah. and Aaron McGowan versus Stevenage. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, to be fair. So those are the four. But can I, all of those have been... Bested, haven't they? Surely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah. So in so in that case, basically, what we need to do is we need to just say to the football club, look, get it engraved. That's fine. Engraved. I mean, Mitch Kinnock. Mitch Pinnock had. Mitch Kinnock. Yep. New York brother. <laughs> get him in. <laughs> Mitch Pinnock had a fifty percent chance of winning the vote anyway, didn't he? Because he's got two goals on it already. Um, so just just engrave it with the word Mitch Pinnock. You don't yeah, need Mitch to put Pinnock, what goal it every was. Every goal he scored. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, seriously, if he doesn't win goal of the season, tragedy, awful decision, and the club needs to just sort that out. <laughs> there you go. Dreadful. Um, but that, on goal, very slightly. that goal was it, just, just... But do you know what, what I think is even more interesting... I the think, fact that we've got, we just need two wins and we're up. No, is that actually the the quality of the assists was insane, absolutely insane. The cross for I think it was Epi's first, second, second, second was the yeah. yeah, yeah. But even even the first one as well, like the 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 pinpoint accuracy that we've got in our crossing is something else at the moment and also not only that is particularly um Jean-Pierre his awareness of where Epier is 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 second to none Jean-Pierre's back yeah Jean-Pierre he's back he's coming into his own now isn't he he's got that confidence no I was picking up the fact that Jeffy called him Jean-Pierre and not yeah no he is sunshine but Jean-Pierre sunshine I reckon I'm going to call him Jean-Pierre Papin it'll always be Jean-Pierre Papin absolutely Um, look we're Two wins away from promotion. <laughs> it's all in our hands. Got the whole world in our hands. Oh, well, indeed, nearly. Uh, Exeter and then mm. Barrow. Um, really yeah. quickly, can we do it, Neil? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Danny? Yes, I think we can. Yes. Chesie? 
Yes, can I comment on that, though? Oh, I mean, okay. So yes or no question, Jeffy. Yes, yeah. but this is what I'm going <laughs> to say. Don't bring yes or no questions back again, no. This is what I'm going to say. Yes, <laughs> we can, right? Yeah. We can. Form and what we've done throughout the season, I don't care. I do not care what has happened over the last few weeks and months and who's done what over the season, who's got the most... I don't care. Nobody cares at this point. All you have to do is go and win two games of football. So this whole thing about, oh, we've done so much so well this season, I don't want to hear that from my football club. I want to hear, we're going to go and we're going to win two games and that's what we're going to do. I don't care what's gone on for the last nine months of this season. It's irrelevant. It is pure battle. And all it's essentially, is it's essentially the mindset you need for the playoffs. We've got to start. Absolutely. Now. We've got to yeah. go into these two games as if they're the yeah. playoff finals. Yeah. Can I just say, if if we beat Exeter on Saturday... Mm. Cheese rolling. Yeah. Cheese rolling's on the cards, for starters. Yeah. yeah. We have to start planning that event. And I will definitely be going to Barrow in the home end. Oh. I might join you, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> it I've might got, be. I've got visions of Torquay away. Me too. It's exactly <laughs> that, isn't it? From two thousand. Quite as salubrious surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, now, Babacan Beach. This there. is lovely. Um, yeah. Right. Time for a short break now. But when we return, Neil, uh, or this week before the wrap, and we'll dip <laughs> into the post bag to hear your opinions on all things cobblers. So back in a moment. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me, boys and girls, or as I'm calling it now, it's all E-I-E-I-E-I-O to me. Uh, It's time to dip into Neil's stack and find out what you've got to say about all things Northampton Town. But first, Neil, rap, go. (laughs) I shall not rap. I'm not Danny. I'm not a performing monkey. I mean, Danny is the performing monkey in the, t- in the group. <laughs> Danny tried love to get some people, love how some failed. people thought the Cheeky Girl's song at the end of the last pod was a rap. Mm, it was I like mean, a, it's like a reading. It was a reading, yeah. A reading. Yeah. And it was tremendous. Oh, uh. It's time to read your letters out But things have changed, so listen out If you want to write about Northampton Town You'll need to write this next bit down Just have a rant, or just some fun At podcast at cobblerstome.com No matter if we lose or win Send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. We've got a long email here. We have. Settle in. Right, it's from Rob K. Hi, Rob. 
First time emailer, been listening for about a year after a mate recommended you guys and your great work. Congrats on the award win, by the way. It is very well deserved. Already in our good books. Meant to send this after the Bristol Rovers game, but as with many things in life, got distracted. I was taken in by the disappointment that you guys shared and how unhappy you were after the game, which is where my subject line comes into play. I think one of the reasons you were so unhappy with the result and performance was because it was against Joey Barton, a person far worse than your typical pantomime villain. Hello, Barry Fry. Having just listened to the Orient game and the two games over Easter, I can't help but feel that we are in a pretty good place, especially when you consider what happened to Oldham this weekend. If we don't go up this year, it won't be the end of the world, because for a few periods this season, we haven't seemed good enough. We need to think long term, three to five years maybe, and have our place in League One cemented, not yo-yo around a la Norwich, West Brom and Fulham in the Prem. Our town is big enough to cater for a League One side, there is no doubt about that. If we can have a long-term strategy in place, I think we could do reach this level. I'm not sure that makes sense, actually. I think we could do well to reach this level, I think he means. Uh, But if we get promoted now and we get relegated again straight away, what have we actually gained? We were promoted a season too early last time around. Hopefully we can learn from our old mistakes. I mentioned Oldham earlier and something struck me about the pod last week. I don't and don't want to know all of the ins and outs relating to the Sixfields area development. However, I know that there is no smoke without fire and I'm very dubious about what is going on in the background on both sides. On the one hand, we have a supporters trust and my suspicions are that the developers who had their rival bid for the land rejected are involved somehow. And we have the club who are not faultless in this process either. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but we can't let ourselves be another Berry, Oldham or Macclesfield. I would rather be patient than just build the East End ASAP and be done with it. I wonder... Could some of the land be used for our training needs, as well as the inevitable commercial space? I'm not sure if we still use the college's facilities or not, but this kind of approach could help. On a lighter note, I did hear that Sam Hoskins hit the 50-goal milestone last week. Do you know who the others in the 50 club are? My money is on Neil Grayson, Steve Howard, Carlo Corazin and David Seal. Thank you for the work you do and the amazing Wembley special pods. The 95-96 season was my first season as a Cobblers fan, so to be at Wembley behind Frayne's goal in Season 2 was very special. Unfortunately, I'm on holiday when the special event is being held. Otherwise, I would definitely have joined in. Keep up the good work and up the Cobblers. Love from Rob. Oh, that's lovely. What a lovely email. (laughs) (laughs) Neil, take a breath. Oh, uh, should, we, should we go with the, the 50 goal milestone question that yes. Rob had? Um, I, I'm going to say that I agree. I think Neil Grayson made 50 goals in a Cobbler I'm not shirt. so sure he did, you know. Oh, really? I thought it was more of a like 10, 12 goals a season. How many seasons? I, I would. So who, who's he said? So he said Neil, Steve Howard definitely didn't. No, definitely Steve not. Howard. Neither did David Seal. Neither Neil did Grayson, Carlo Corazon. Neil Grayson, 31. Oh, yeah, go. Carlo Corazon didn't. David no. Seale wouldn't have done. Steve Howard wouldn't have done. So I'll give you two that I pretty much can guarantee did. I've got the top 20 in front of me, Charles, if that helps. Oh, so I'll, okay. I'll All right, then I'll adjudicate. I'll, can I give you the two names that I've got yeah. in my head? Scott McLeish. Scott McLeish, 56. Yes. Oh, now you well, see. Now that's, that's made me worry about my second one. Oh, go on. Bayo. Oh, yes, of course he has. Oh, he has. Okay, good. 74. Oh, okay. I was, expe- I was expecting Scott to have got more. Yeah. 
We're talking all, we're, we're talking about all time all goals, right? Oh, the, Jack English. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Top yeah. top of the lot. 140. Frank Large. Frank Large, yeah. Richard Hill. <laughs> Richard Hope. Yeah, I did um, then. That's why I laughed. Richard Hill, was he goal scorer? I don't think he was a massive goal scorer, was he? He got, he got one a season. fair few in one season, didn't like he? 30, yeah. didn't he, or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, not, on the list. not on the list. I've only got the top twenty, so it might be that there's some below fifty-six. That Jamie Forrester, did he get up to fifty? Oh, did he? Did he? No, sure I don't think did. so. Yeah. No. I mean, the problem is a lot of players aren't around long enough. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the someone big on one, the isn't it? someone on the coaching staff. Might was Mark Richards. Mark Richards, yeah, sixty-three. He's not that old. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, who else? It's hard. Give yeah, us a few, Danny. Give us a Eddie few. Bowen. Eddie Bowen, of course. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, William Lockett. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Get uh, Lockett. Albert Dawes, hundred and three. George's brother. Yep. <laughs> Who else, Who else got? is on here? Got Don Martin, Fred Lessons. Don Martin. Any, Don any Martin. we may know. <laughs> um, Harry <laughs> King. Who? Alan <laughs> Warren. Ian Benjamin. Oh, there we Ian, go. Oh, I was uh, thinking of Benjamin. Archie Garrett, Billy Best, of course. Of course. There you go. Fabulous. And, uh, Samuel Tobias Hoskins, amongst those great names. He's in there. Brilliant, in isn't there. it? He's also, Sam is also on, is made the top, he's 17th now in the appearances list. Oh. All-time appearances. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Amazing. He's got, he's, he may as well, I, he should stay for the rest of his career. Let's have a testimonial, come on. Yeah, it's getting close to 300. We'll get John Hodge back. Get John Hodge <laughs> back. Should we get every trickier winger that we've ever had? Yeah. So <laughs> Matthew Rush, John Matthew Orge, Rush, yeah. Ali Gibb. Smith, Ali Gibb. Well, was Ali Gibb tricky? He was just well, fast. he was a winger. <laughs> Mickey <laughs> Warner. <laughs> Mickey yeah. Warner, yeah. He'll be at our Wembley do. Um, our Wembley do. Our Wembley do. That's how I'm calling it. It's our Wembley do. Um, the Wembley do. Uh, Josh Lowe, of course. Josh Lowe. Lowe. Yeah. 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 Chris Hackett. Hackett. Oh, yeah, Chris Hackett. He wasn't tricky. Oh. Once you realise what he was going to do, is step true. over and then cross it. But I get yeah. it. Sam Aston. Oh, it was not tricky. Yeah, tricky. Yeah, <laughs> it's tricky very to watch. Tricky, yeah, yeah, tricky. Very <laughs> tricky to watch. Oh, brilliant! Well, look, thank you so much for your email, Rob. Uh, really appreciate that. Have you got an opinion on the cobblers or a question for us? Send them our way to podcast at cobblers to me dot com or find us on social media at cobblers to me um it's time to go and check out the most successful side that the cobblers currently have and um that would be ntfc women here's james wiles with his report from the northamptonshire fa women's cup final Cobblers women won the County Cup final with a 2-1 win over rivals Peterborough United at Corby Town Steel Park on Sunday. Eden Brown and Alex Dick scored the Northampton goals as they returned to action after three weeks without a fixture. They made the perfect start and took an early lead when Brown headed home from Leah Cadone's free kick. Cadone was making a 50th appearance for the Cobblers today. But Peterborough equalised less than a minute later from a corner. Play stopped in the 19th minute as Cobblers goalscorer Brown received treatment following a foul in the middle. We obviously wish her all the best in her recovery. The game continued around 45 minutes later, with Beth Artemeu coming on for Brown. She made an instant impact as well, setting up Alex Dix, who restored the Cobblers' advantage. Peterborough on top in the second half, but Lou Barry and Josh Elfield's side saw out a hard-fought win. 
They tried to fourth place Mansfield Town on Tuesday night as the league running begins. Busy couple of weeks coming up for the Cobblers. They're seven points behind Chesterfield with five games in hand on the league leaders as it stands. Thank you very much to James there. If you want to hear or see, in fact, the interviews that James conducted with the joint managers, uh, Lou and Josh, then just head over to at NTFC Women on Twitter and they're all on there for you. Fabulous results, I think we'll all agree, but not just for the senior women's team. There were loads of wins for uh, the Cobblers yesterday uh, on sunday sorry that is um the under 14s they were crown county champions yes. and the under 16s were crown county champions too yeah. champions it's... all around oh Can i mean, i, I really want to mention the under 16s one the mm. team they beat was a club close to your heart charles oh um... glinton and northborough yes yes they're yeah. my second team yeah mm-hmm. good old glinton go. up the glints the Clint's <laughs> trophies everywhere. Trophies coming out somewhere. of our ears. I mean, that's that's great for the progression as well, isn't it? For oh yes, it's all they're all coming through at this right time. Mansfield on Tuesday night for the for the main team is going to be huge. Mansfield a, de- decent, a decent side. Um, nice bit of Tuesday night women's action. Catch them games. Five games in hand as well. It's yeah, nuts. I know. Well, yeah. You join a couple of them and then. <sighs> Just get it in there. I can't it's wait easy. for him just to get back to the top. Get up there. A couple of things. So, mm. first of all, um, we would like to send our best best wishes to Eden Brown, who was stretched off. We don't have any idea how um, bad that is um, or what's actually happened, but it does sound like it was a fairly bad challenge. So, um, hopefully, Eden, you'll get well soon and you'll be back playing as soon as you can. Um Secondly, kind of the reverse is that it was really good to see Abby Bruin back on the yes, team back. sheet. Our very own Abby back playing uh, in the first team after a bit of an injury layoff. So we're really pleased to see Abby back in the team. And well done, obviously, to every single one of the players of all of those teams for picking up a nice shiny medal and a trophy. Good, to, good when the opposition turns up. It is, isn't it? Don't peg it. I mean, you know, one of those, isn't it? I mean, I, I, even better that it was against you-know-who, wasn't it, really? As yes. Ian Sampson would say. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now. Um, yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, there was a charity game at Sixfields <laughs> on Sunday. Um, I don't know if any of you know about this. Yes, there was. I saw a, I saw a, a tweet from... I think it must have been a Crystal a Crystal Palace fan. Oh right, <laughs> it was going to be the ball boy oh. that had got his like Crystal Palace firm stickers ready to take with him and stick up <laughs> at six fields okay. during okay. the charity match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone had just replied to him saying that's not normal. <laughs> that is a little bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> what are you doing? It's a charity game, mate. <laughs> it's strange that. I, I'm going to be honest. It's it, I'm, I'm, it's great to do a charity thing and stuff. But I had a little look through who was playing. I didn't know many people. Shane Ward. I mean, was he playing? I, I mean, if I'd have known that Shane Ward was going to come up against David Buchanan, then <laughs> I might the only way you, you would have gone play? down there is David Snedden had turned up. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Snedden needed to be there. He wasn't there. Why? I mean, some of these names are way worse names than David Snedden. Get where was he? 
Maybe it was too good for it. Maybe it's not on that level. It's like this thing. Have you seen this ad- advert that for this, uh, the games or something that's coming up on telly? It's like a, apparently celebrities doing like, I don't know, like athletics basically. And it went through every single one. I genuinely didn't know any of them. <laughs> So, oh, Dion Burton played ex Derby striker. Dion Burton did he play? Did he, he scored yes. actually? He scored he? a forty-five yard lob. Yes, Ooh. over over. Anyone want to guess the goalkeeper? Jonathan uh, Mitchell. No, Timmy Mallet. Fifty p Lil. That is a celebrity game I would go and watch. <laughs> no, uh, commentator on BBC Northampton. Look, some sometimes, occasionally this season. Uh, Pete Walton. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Former Cobblers keeper. Oh, former Cobblers keeper. Yeah, Lee Harper. No, done. After Lee, yes, Neil. I said that first. Jeffy did say that first. Oh, did you? I'm sorry, Jeffy. I didn't hear. Sorry, Jeffy. Sorry. Name it. Apology accepted. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I do like the the imaginative names of these teams. The blues and the greens. Yeah, David Buchanan's greens against Shane Ward's blues. I mean, come on. No messing around. Yeah. Like simple. Keep it simple. I noticed yeah, I that Rico like played for the Blues. Uh, pardon? Rico played for the Blues. Oh, no. Along with, um, who was it? What's his name? Jake. He was in EastEnders. Jake. Um, oh, Jake yeah. somebody. Jake. Gin- Jake. Ginger Mike guy. Reed. Jake Wood. That's, That's it. it. He was also on Strictly, I believe. Um, he was great on Strictly. Did not even get Dean Gaffney. <laughs> well, I mean, he's there, always there, isn't he? Yeah, there, there is no. Disappointingly, there's no actual lineup, and there wasn't. There also wasn't actually that much detail on social media. Like we only knew that that, that Les, was, that's not Les Ferdinand. I thought that's Les the first Ferdinand. two goals had gone in because we we finally got a tweet saying it's two nil, and it was like, oh right, okay, what happened with the first goal? But that was a bit weird. Anyway, it seemed a bit did strange. you see that? Did you see that game recently where they held a raffle for Sunday League teams for Roberto Carlos to play for them? Oh, yes, I do. He did turn out for them as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. He did, yeah, yeah he did. Amazingly. That was yeah. brilliant. I would like to get... I would like us to do something similar. Right. The Cobblers, or, or do you mean us as a podcast? Us on a podcast. Like, okay. Like get Ronaldinho I'm... on or something. Oh. <laughs> or Rivaldo. <laughs> I wanted to be part of this game. I'm okay. disappointed not to be involved. I'm yeah, why did we get an invite? <laughs> I mean, Clearly I can't play football, enough. which is probably why I didn't get an invite. Get me on there. I'd, I'd look tremendous for about two minutes and then I'd have to come <laughs> off. <laughs> People just think it's Michael Harriman. And <laughs> yeah, hold on, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> is it not fair on you or not fair on Michael? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, probably Michael, let's oh, be honest. I, I would pay about 50 quid to see you line up against Dean Gaffney, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> That would make my life. I reckon I would, I would meg him a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he brings Wellard along? Of course he does. Oh, come on. Wellard's well gone, isn't he? Long gone. No, don't say that because I'm still getting over Bouncer. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long, long time ago, that is. <laughs> oh, dear. Brilliant. Anyway. Um, I've got some AOB, Charles. Oh, AOB. AOB. Go on, Danny. Um, Flip Flop Thursday alumni, Ryan Cresswell. Yes. yes, he's now a manager that, of yes. Sheffield FC. Got promoted, because of course he did. Amazing! Can you imagine if he's your manager, you're not messing about, are you? No. Be Get the caterpillar cake out. 
Oh, sorry, they didn't get promoted. They're staying up. So I, was I was going to say, say I didn't want to correct you, but I thought... Because <laughs> his tweet was, my remit when I came in was to make sure we survived. And we did. <laughs> and then you said he got promoted. I was like, maybe I read oh, it wrong. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. So well done, yeah. Chris. Well done, Danny. Keeping oh, yeah. Well done, Danny, for being wrong. Stat man, Danny. <laughs> Make him happy down. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, coming up later this week, everyone, we've got a new episode of our Wembley 97 oh, yes. series. Would you like to know who it's with. Oh, is it Ali Gibb? It's not Ali Gibb, no. Is it Sir Christian Lee? No, but he <laughs> definitely does have a sir in his title. Well, I can only be... Go on. The John. Oh, go on. The John Frayne. It certainly oh. bloody well is, boys The man and himself. Oh. Oh. The man himself. Must listen. He's on. It is a top listen. Um, I will be getting that out for you. Be out Ooh. on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, yeah, it's a great listen. Um, obviously, we've already had Ian Clarkson on a couple of weeks back and uh, Mike Sewell, who was the BBC Radio Northampton commentator. Yeah, that was great, the by the way, Giles. Oh. Mike Sewell, I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Danny. Uh, on the preview show this Friday, Danny, who will you be speaking oh. to? I can't say yet, but I've got a potential <laughs> big name guest this Ooh, week. Oh, big name guests. guests. Oh, I yes. like that. Brilliant. Yeah, that's a little teaser for you there. Fabulous. I, I don't want to reveal too much in case it doesn't happen. Okay, no problem. Well, look, thank you but very much for listening. Two words as a clue, Funhouse. Pat Sharp. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast and want to help us to keep making episodes, then you can join the fan club on Patreon where you'll get access to even more podcasts and our community on Slack. To sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Have a really good week, everybody. Um, enjoy being third and possibly getting promotion. Stop it. Goodbye. Way! There's the cup, there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.